0: You're listening to Counter Talks, Canada's podcast for the equipment and event rental industry. Counter Talks is a presentation of Canadian Rental Service magazine. Now here's your host, Patrick Flannery. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Counter Talks. I'm Pat Flannery. Today on the podcast, we have Russ Dantu. Russ will be uh, maybe familiar to some of you as our at Your Service columnist in uh, Canadian Rental Service Magazine. Russ joins us today to uh, talk about all things service. Uh, Russ has uh, been thinking and speaking and doing uh, tours, uh, talking about customer service and, and how to uh, make your company uh, really show its best foot forward with your customers and to bring back repeat business. Uh, Russ and I touch on the uh, big-box versus small business approach to service. We talk about retaining the human touch in your business and with your customers. Uh, we talk about automation, the trend toward automating customer service. Uh, we get into creating relationships and generating referrals, uh, reading the personalities of your customers. Russ talks about his involvement with the Business Network International uh, and many, many other things. So. I hope you find this conversation useful and here's Russ Dantu on Talks. Okay, we're here today with uh Canadian Rental Service at Your Service columnist Russ Dantu. How are you, Russ?
1: I'm doing absolutely fabulous, Patrick. How about yourself?
0: I'm doing real well. It's uh it's it's great to have you with us. I think we've got a a fun thing we're going to try to do here just sort of uh I I guess go over the the contents of the last column a little bit and uh, and uh, expand maybe a bit on, on on what was said in the magazine. but um, I guess to start off let's uh, why don't you give us a sort of the the elevator speech on uh, on, on who you are and, and where you come from and, and how you got involved in this customer service uh, business?
1: All right. Thank you very much. And and you know what? I'm very excited to be here. I love that you're doing this and I think it's going to be uh, bring great value to your, to your listeners. Yeah, so so. Um, my background is I was in the trade show decorating side of it um, for over 20 some years, about 24 years I was in that industry. And um, I sort of worked my way up through the ranks. I started off when I was in junior high school and I was, you know, loading trucks and slugging carpets and tables and things like that and we'd go down to we do over 300 trade shows a year um, mainly in Calgary but with you know sort of all over Alberta sometimes we'd go into BC and sometimes in, into Saskatchewan and I worked my way up through the ranks mm-hmm. um, we, we started a new sign shop department and uh, I took that over and ran with that for 10 years Then I got into sales and then I jumped ship after quite a few years I think it was 18 years and I went to the competition Um, um, But I'd already been doing some public speaking along the way, but when I jumped to the competition, it's like, you know, we really need to um, focus on what makes us different from our competitors. So I started writing all these customer service programs and we'd sort of like toolbox meetings, but they're a little bit more extensive than that. Once a week, we'd go over, you know, everything that went right, the things that went wrong, how we should have dealt with them. And uh, then I teach the, the customer service lesson of the week. Um, and I'll just step back for one second. I, did, I was speaking on another subject before that when I was with the other company. They, they needed somebody in our company to create a two-hour session on making the most of your trade show experience. So that's where I really got my start with the speaking. And we did that for, you know, um, trade show companies where they had lots of exhibitors and new exhibitors that didn't really know how to exhibit properly. So we'd go in and do a session on that. So that's sort of where I got my background. Um, and I've been speaking professionally now for over 20 years. My main focus is on customer service. My biggest selling session in the last 18 months is the networking piece, which I believe is an extension of our customer service practices. But I still get asked all the time for speaking on presentation skills, um, which I think is another essential skill that can help differentiate us from, from our competitors and help us win more contracts. Awesome. So that's sort of where I am with my background.
0: Yeah, and that and that that that, uh, that trade show piece is one that I know will uh, will be big for our industry. I'm going to have to get a column out of you on uh, on, on that one. And you've been writing now uh, in the magazine for oh geez, Russ, has it been what three or four years now, maybe longer? I-
1: yeah, you know, I think it's getting close to three years for sure. So it's it's, yeah. it's been a delight to do that, and at times it's challenged me to try and come up with some new ideas and that. But uh, yeah, I still got lots of stories. There's so much bad customer service out there. There's always more material for me.
0: <laughs> they're <real>, they <laughs> really, Occasionally, really, there's really some really.
1: that blow me away. So,
0: <laughs> well, I just I just think it's something. You know, I mean, the the name of the magazine is Canadian Rental Service. It's just such a critical part of of what the rental people do. And, uh, and well, let's, let's dive into that a little bit. I, you know, but back in the last uh, column, you were talking a bit about um, a move in, in, in retail generally to this, I guess what you would almost call a big box or a warehouse mentality where, um, where, you know, instead of, Sort of dealing with a person right away, you're you're just giving people this space to go in and try to find what they want, and you know maybe they'll get it, and maybe they won't, and you know maybe they'll get lucky, and maybe they won't. Um, and 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 I think that contrasts, in my opinion, somewhat unfavorably with how things used to be, where you could really count on some on some help. Um, what, why do you why do you think um, so many so many retailers have moved to that kind of a that kind of a model, Russ? Is it just a cost thing?
1: I, I think it is. It's a cost-saving thing. They see what the other leaders in the industry are doing, and, and some of them do it really well. I mean, you look at uh, places like Amazon, um, uh, what's uh, the big book, one that you can put your books online and everything like that. Yep. I mean, they, they do things really well. They've got a good model, uh, and and it works for them, but I think there's a lot of businesses that fail miserably at it as well and you see them year after year. There's thousands of businesses across Canada that go out of business and they're shaking their heads as to why it's happening and I think because they're, they're losing that human touch. And I mean, I don't know about you, but when I, when I go into a grocery store still, I, I, I just shudder when I see those self-checkout lanes mm-hmm. um, where you get absolutely no contact with anybody unless, you, unless something won't scan properly and then hopefully somebody will come over and help you, but mm-hmm. and I know some people like that. They like to just go in and get their stuff. They don't want that contact, but for me, I like good old-fashioned customer service still, and I appreciate that, and I try and deal with as many businesses that still offer for that
0: yeah I, it, it's I, you know I, I, I get that I get in, in, in a lot of places it's valuable or or at least it, it, it's obviously been a good business model because people want to go there because they know they're going to be in this huge area with lots of stuff right and I'm you know I'm thinking of the yeah. the, the Home Depots and the Costco's and you know this kind of thing and that there's going to be a yeah. really a wide variety of things there and obviously it's distinct from the online services like Amazon because you can actually search with your computer, what you, what you want. But, but, but when these places where you're supposed to go in, um, but I, I just, I wonder sometimes if there's a balance and I think Home Depot has made a bit of, a, a bit of a try there to um, to try to up the game a little bit with the floor staff. Um, but uh, yeah, there, there definitely seems to me to be a, a, a an issue when you're wandering around this space and yeah, there's lots of stuff, but you, you can't get help, you know?
1: Yeah, no, that's true. And and I remember probably seven or eight years ago, Lowe's came to town. and, uh, Mm -hmm. And I said, this is going to be interesting to see how Home Depot handles it and what Lowe's does to make it different. And the first couple of times I walked into Lowe's, there were so many people there to help you. They were so friendly. They knew their product inside and out. And um, now we skip forward and Home Depot for the most part, especially out here, is is really seemed to up their game and having knowledgeable staff in each area, where Lowe's is closing uh, a lot of the Calgary stores, which I thought, and I don't know if that's Canada-wide, I haven't done the research on that yet, but uh, I found that quite interesting as well. So they started off with all this great customer service and then they let it just sort of fizzle away
0: what's what's a, what's a strategy that, that a say a rental store can use to avoid that impersonal feeling to, to, to try to make sure that that customers get that personal contact feeling when they come into uh, one of the stores
1: You know I think rentals, Companies and because when I was in the trade show decorating, we were all about rentals as well, so we did rent it to the exhibitors all the time. But it's um, it's developing those relationships. And in like the trade show industry, we would have those shows come twice a year, or sometimes it was just once a year. But you actually started developing relationships with those exhibitors, and every year they'd say, "Hey, how are you? I remember you." And you know, so it's about treating people right, um, working on the relationships. And obviously, when you're in the rental industry, sometimes it's a one-time thing but then you want to treat them right because you want referrals you want them to you know throw your name out there anytime their friends want something like that but it's also when you've got your regular rental companies it's about getting to know them uh on a deeper basis and sometimes we're uh living in a very fast-paced world, but when people are coming into your rental store, they've still got time to chat a little bit. Most of them, you got to read the personalities as well. But um, I I do truly believe it's all about relationships. Um, Selling is relationships, and it's about the people they deal with. So, you know, uh, if I like, let's go back to Home Depot. If I like something, if I'm buying lots of electrical stuff, and the guy or lady there are absolutely fabulous, and they're friendly, and they're, you know, connect with me really well, then I'm going to keep going back there anytime I need that because I know I'm going to get looked after. I know I'm going to be treated properly. And you just um, you don't see that in a lot of businesses anymore. And I think rental businesses as a rule are a little bit different in that way because they still get it. But that's not every rental place either, though.
0: Yeah, I remember, um, I remember having a conversation with a, a, a guy who was uh, out east, and, uh, and he described his, his service as being personable. Uh, and, uh, he, uh, and he, the, the, the really specific example he said was that when someone walks into his store, um, he either knows their name, uh, or he's going to find it out in the first two minutes, um, when he's, when he's, when he's dealing with them. Whereas he says, when you walk into one of the big chains that will remain nameless at this moment, um, the chances (laughs) are you're going to, chances are you're going to come up to the counter and they're going to ask you what your, what your number is you know, right. and, 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 and your account number, if you're lucky enough to have one. Uh, yes. and that's, uh, and, and, and that to me was sort of indicative of, of the difference, I guess, in what we're talking about here.
1: Yeah, no, I'd absolutely agree with that. That's, uh, it, it's, it, it's sad to see that it's sort of gone that way from that, uh, you know, the, the family feel to us being numbers now in the system.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it makes it tough to, to form a connection to the brand, and to the, into the business that, that, that you're working with. Um, yeah. well, you mentioned referrals and, and, and I, I thought that was a great point in your column as well. Um, you know, I've, I've definitely had the experience at some of the big box places where they don't have, uh, what I'm looking for. You ask the question, where could I find that? And they have no, you know, ability to help you Uh, at all if they're, and well, and actually you get the feeling they're not necessarily willing to. Um, What what, what are your, what are your thoughts on, on referrals, Russ, and and how they can, how they can help
1: your service approach? Well, you know, I was part of um, BNI. I don't know if you've heard of it before, but it's business network international. It's Mm -hmm. the largest referral networking um, uh, entity in the world, actually, and the most successful so they have a a thing what they call everything's based on givers gain. So I I've been all about referral marketing for quite a while. I was there for 8 years with my other business which is, you know, helping people with branded apparel and Um, promotional products putting your logos on it whatever you want so you know you go in there and you learn how to build relationships you know learn how to um, promote the other person's business and you become trusted referral partners and I think it's I think it's so important and yet a lot of businesses don't want to do that because you know they're they're afraid if um, if you let them down then it makes them look bad in front of their customers so some of them will stay away from it but the key is you know you've got to you got to get into bed with these people you've got to really get to learn to learn what they're about and so that you build that trust with them and they yeah. build the trust with you yeah
0: yeah and if yeah and if they if they if they get the feeling they've been they've been served well even if you had to send them somewhere else like you know chances are they'll come back right i mean you know they they they're not going to they 're not going to uh, they 're going to remember that experience and, and want to deal with like you say someone they trust
1: well they are, and I mean and that 's probably the biggest um, thing that 's holding people back is they're afraid they're going to lose the customer for life if they send them over to that other person. but I think you know if somebody comes into to rent something from you and you don't have it and they say, "I really need this where, where can I get it and you go Geez, I don't know, I wish I could help you. And then they walk out, they're gonna have to do all that searching, um, go through the trouble and if they're on a tight timeline, they're gonna become more anxious and uh, a little bit more upset. Whereas if you could say, you know what, Uh, our competitor down the street is so-and-so, we help each other out when we're in tight connections, go and see uh, Susie at that store. She's absolutely fabulous, knows exactly what you're looking for and she'll take care of you. They're going to remember that gesture And I guess the odd person you may lose, but I always play the odds. I've done this many, many times and I haven't lost, uh, I I won't say I haven't lost any business for it. Sometimes you get the people that are all just on price and those are probably clients you don't want Uh, anyways. But for the most part, the clients I've referred to others have been so thankful it's come back in spades.
0: Yeah. So, so let's say you're, let's say you're newer in business. Maybe you're, 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 you're newer in an area how do you how do you figure? What are some strategies to go about building up that network of people that you feel confident you could you can send other people to?
1: Um, well, one thing I would suggest is attending a BNI meeting. Yeah. They're like I said, they're all over Canada, and I'm not. I, I get nothing out of saying it. I just know I had a very successful time there for eight years. Met some amazing people. And I've been out of it now for about four years, but I still, I'm still, still in contact. A lot of them buy from me and I still promote a lot of them. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, they, they meet on a weekly basis because they always want to be top of mind. And I think that's the key is, you know, really getting to know those people. Um, and, and yeah, it's just building up those relationships, knowing that you trust them, you like them. And that's, you know, if you do business with them, then likely you'll, you'll feel safe about sending over, you know, a customer of yours that needs their service that you can't that provide. Is,
0: that's a good tip, be, be, be and I. That's something I, I, I wasn't even actually aware of. So, and then, you know, and <laughs> in, in, and just, you know, leveraging that experience and, and getting out in the community. I mean, the, you know, the more you can talk to people, I imagine it must, uh, it must help. And, uh, you know, just try to, you know, make note of, where there might be other people around that can help out, your, help out your customers and help out your business, right? I mean, just your knowledge, I think, is
1: probably... Pretty- absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, sometimes it's just, uh, even if you're part of an association as well, um, getting to know different people in your association and building up those relationships, because right. it's going to come back to you too, right? Hopefully, right. if you've got that tight of a relationship, when they have a customer come in that doesn't have quite what they uh, do, they can refer them to you as well. So it is all about giver's gain. You do something nice for me. I'm going to want to do something nice for you as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else should we talk about, Russ? Uh, the, uh, uh, rental industry, I guess, uh, g- give me a, give me a quick one on, uh, on, on what you, what you would like to see rental stores work on as far as, uh, as far as their, their service approach. What where, where, where do you think they could, where, where do you think, uh, uh you know, I owner of a, of a small store could uh, could just do maybe one or two things to to make to make things a little better
1: all right the the, the number one thing I think that any business can do uh, whether you're rental or anything else is and we see this happen all the time where it's broken promises so um, there's a thing called a palindrome where a word is spelt the same forward or backwards this right. is a Uh, It's a form of a palindrome, so it's D W Y S Y W D, so Dwizzywood, and uh, what it means is do what you say you will do. And I think this is the biggest letdown in any business is people say, you know what, I'll get that quote to you within an hour, and you know the next day you're still looking for. Uh, the quote. So when you've got to call them back or they'll say, you know, your your order will be ready at two o'clock this afternoon and you show up at two and you've got to come back at three thirty to get it or, you know, um, you know, just things like that. So people are saying what they're going to do and then they don't follow through on it. I think that's the biggest letdown that I see in any business. So that right there will separate yourself uh, from the pack a fair bit. Um, another thing that i think we need to do it we need to be like we're auditioning for the business every time we have an account an encounter with a customer mm. and you know you can look at an analogy like when you go to a um you know a toronto maple Leafs game you go to see the game but the game isn't the whole thing you're we're talking about the co- create, uh, creating a complete customer wow experience so when you go to the game you go for the food you go for the drink you go to see the mascots you go to see the entertainment on the ice in between periods. You go to listen to some of the music. You go to see the, the funny things. They flash up on the jumbotrons and you take in the game as well. And you do some people watching. So it's like the whole customer experience. And every time we go to one of those games, it's like they're trying to come up with some new stuff um, to try and keep us coming back, to keep us entertained, to keep us happy. Now, obviously when we're talking about, you know, professional athletes or sports teams, it's pretty easy most nights, as long as our team is winning and they bring on a good show or Mm -hmm. uh, like that, that we're going to be happy and love the experience. But so when we take it into our day-to-day businesses, we have to figure out what other rental companies in our industry are doing. And how can we be a little bit different? How can we do a little bit more to please our customers? So, you know, do I have one thing that they, they can do in that every single rental business is different so it's just looking at your competition seeing what they do well and seeing if you can do better seeing what they do poorly and definitely jumping on that you know when people come in and they're complaining about that and then you can just change it and say this is one of the areas where we've really been focusing our our efforts on now so these problems don't happen when you come to deal with us so those would be a a few of the things i would suggest
0: yeah i i i love that point about that about the the extras and the whole experience. Cause you know, a lot, a lot of us in business are, are results oriented people. And it's kind of like, well, you know, you, you got, you got your compactor. What are you complaining about? Right. I mean, uh, you know, <laughs> as long as, as long as the, as long as the most basic uh, 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 fulfillment happened uh, and everybody's happy, but that, that, that won't like psychologically, unfortunately we do have to deal with the, with the feelings and impressions of people in, in, in business. And, and and psychologically it, it does make a big difference when uh, you know when well, the, the the store is clean uh you know the person is, is 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 dressed okay everybody's friendly you know they use your name you know they think like it's those those little things add up don't they
1: Yeah. And that's one of the things I teach. I do a session called create your wow and eliminate their out. And one of the exercises we do is we're working on all the little things that make a huge difference. And yeah, and they start adding up for sure. So when they do all the things that you just said there, um, quite often you're doing more than your competition because the competition is just, okay, it's another order. Come on in. Yep. Thank you. Here you go. Okay. Bye bye. See you next time. Um, So if you just start doing all those little extra things, it can pay big dividends for sure
0: fantastic. Well listen Russ thanks so much for doing this today I think we uh, I think we covered some uh, covered some good ground there and uh, we'll have you back for sure to uh, to talk about in your next column.
1: All right thanks so much Patrick I've uh, enjoyed my time here and be happy to come back again. yeah we'll talk to you soon Thanks
0: Thanks for joining us for counter talks. You can find Counter Talks episodes online at CanadianRentalService.com or on the major podcasting services. Counter Talks is a presentation of Canadian Rental Service magazine.